What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Four of the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 371, broken up into two parts, A and B. A, B. That lovely voice you heard was Chris Maughan. 371A, posting on 227, will be a discussion on Madam Webb. And what a discussion it will be with Dakota Johnson and 371B posting on March 1st. That's a big day, Chris. Why is that a big day? March 1st is when I get to see Dune. Dune, and I don't baby. Sh- I don't give a shit about the rest of the world. I get to see it. <laughs> we will, there will be a discussion on This Is Me Now from the incredibly talented Jennifer Lopez. I am one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Roger is out this week, and we have our lovely primary guest, Chris Bond. Chris, Ooh. how are you this day? How is your week, sir? Oh, how was my weeks? My week was fine. Um, really busy. Uh, swim wrapped up, so I've been gone all weekend for a swim meet and hotel stay. And I, I got to ask you a question real quick. Shoot, what's your thoughts on when you have a a bad hotel experience and or terrible hotel guest neighbors? Oh, it's awful. Like, I, I complain. Like pounded on walls and and yelling and kids screaming and running up and down the hallways at eleven thirty midnight. Um, I would. I hope you said something to the management and I hope, I mean, look in this day and age, it, you don't have to be that guy to say something, but like you should, because mm-hmm. you're all, you're, you're paying none. No, 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 I don't care where you stayed. It was probably not cheap. I mean, so, it's money. You know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't, I didn't tell management, but here's why I used to work front desk in hotels for a, a stint of my life, a few hotels. And they get paid near minimum wage. I promise you that they don't care. And it's so much hassle to call the cops, file a trespass and report and deal with all that and actually get someone removed from a hotel that it's just they don't care. They, they'd rather just t- you know tell you they're going to do something, comp your room, and that, that's like the end of it for them in most cases. I mean, nicer hotels probably, but you know, your average like holiday inns, you know, and where we stay, that kind of thing. They just don't care enough. And, you know, they don't get paid enough to, and I get it. But yeah, terrible experience is what it is. Swimmate was cool and yeah, now I'm back. Wait, was, was was it just like excited kids running up and down the hallway? Like like, no, like swimmers no, no, no. or just people in No, general? no, just just the worst kinds of people in general. You know, you hear their TV through the wall at night, screaming at their kids, kids oh, wrestling geez. in the in the room and pounding and running through the hallways, you know, away from their parents. Yeah, it was bad. Jeez, I'm sorry. That's that's terrible. Yeah, it I was just, bad. <laughs> I just don't like I don't like when I pay to sleep somewhere and I don't get sleep. That that just oh, yeah. I can't like I, I need my sleep, so I understand other people who need their sleep. And if you're gonna pay for it, like 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 a movie, if you're gonna pay for the movie, you deserve a quiet experience, like everyone else mm-hmm. should be getting in the movie theater. So, yep, I understand that. I mean, hotels need to enforce quiet hours after like nine thirty or ten. None, none of them will enforce it, but ten's the usual case. That's like the usual yeah. ask. I mean, people have to be. There's like hotel etiquette that should be followed also for people. Like, oh yeah, don't disturb the people who might also be there sleeping for a late morning, you know, departure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that one, so I hope you're able to get caught up on sleep. Um, how did your daughter finish? Or, or you want to talk about that or, or no? Oh, she, she did fine. So, like, it, oh, it's, good. you know, she got a lot of time improvements or, you know, time, you know, close to her previous times. It's just, it's, it was the last meet, so it was all within, like, her age bracket. They had fun. She got to see her friends one more time before they is she happy summer soon. Uh, she's excited to do t-ball and softball. Uh, softball. Go. My youngest will do t-ball, so. God, you're, yeah. you're raising a little sports fanatic there, it sounds like. I mean, it, they 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 like they like the sports right now. I mean, soon I'd rather them like sports now and forever than them, you know, 
be focused on boys at their age. So let's, let's do some sports stuff, girls. Yeah, yeah, that that's sounds good to me. <laughs> Look, sounds good enough. to me. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Like, yeah, <laughs> def- definitely. I mean, it's good, 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 healthy to be out there running, jumping, hitting balls, stuff like that. It's just it, that's, that's healthy. So good. Yep, yep. Good, good, good. What else, what else is going on? Besides looking forward to Dune in less than less than five days, I'm excited. I'm good. I'm ready. Like, how would you rate your excitement for Dune? Like, scale of one to ten, but like, give me. Try to describe it in a way you would. You know, you know, you see those stupid memes like "Tell me something without telling me something." You know, d- how excited I, are you for Dune? I mean, I'm excited in a way that I haven't been for a movie since probably a, probably Avengers Endgame. Honestly, like I'm, I, I was really excited for that for uh, for that movie. But like this is, it scratches so many good itches for me. I, I love good sci-fi. I need good sci-fi, and I'm and it's Warhammer adjacent for me, so it has me doubly excited. So I just yeah, and, and I've never seen a movie in, in, in IMAX, so this would be cool. So this will be it's an time, dude. You're, it's, oh man, yeah. you're you're never gonna yeah. want to go back. You're you're gonna spoil yourself. You're never gonna want to go back to regular. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I, I'm re- I'm ready. I'm ready for my life to be changed. Let's do this. Yeah, and I just watched the other one a couple weeks ago in IMAX. Yeah, yeah, was, you mentioned oh, it. Man, the seats were shaking. Everyone's eye watch was going off, telling us that the decibels were too loud. They were all getting <laughs> all of our eardrums were getting blown out. But it's amazing. Oh my goodness, I'm so and like I just keep seeing and hearing like just the most excellent things about Dune. Hell yeah! No, I'm ready. Yep, <sighs> so, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably end up watching Dune one more time, or like spread out like a night or two as I go to bed. You know, during the week, just to kind of get that full refresher. You know, before I go see the actual film. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited. Good, 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 good. Well, that's that's exciting. That's days away, days away, my yep. friend. Yep. Um, what have I? You know, I'm just working. Um, I'm just. LA is a different place. I I've I've been here before. I did an internship here many years ago at Paramount Pictures, but. It's just I forget it's such a different pace yeah. of life in the Ohio Valley and even Pittsburgh and Columbus and it's just our our little tiny portion of the world. It's just such a different life out here. Yeah, so many people. So I many mean, people. have you not worked in LA a little bit more, or is it just your internship really that like? No, I've actually to... managed to stay away from LA. I, I was doing okay. an internship out here, and then I lived out here for a year or two, and then or like a year and a half, and then I just started getting work back home more, so I just stayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's. I don't mind it. It's just a different pace. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cousin of mine, uh, growing up, he always wanted to like go into tech, and uh, before he actually got like his like you know like his first like real big boy tech job, he um he he wanted to li- he wanted to live in in California. That was like his dream, and him and his fiance at the time, his fiance stayed home and worked, you know what she was doing, and he drove to to California, lived in his car for three months because he couldn't afford anything. And drove back and said he'll never do it again. He, he's oh, glad he did that. He's glad he did it. He's glad he lived out there. He, you know, he 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 had work out there and stuff. And he he said like you know I'm glad I did it. He said but he uh, it's just not for him. He's never going to go back. He said so. No, I and I agree, and I I can imagine a lot of people do because of course you know you want to be in film like the first place you think of is Los Angeles because you know this mm-hmm. is where Hollywood is. But yeah, I I can imagine a lot of kids go through that when they like they're like super excited to come out here and then all of a sudden like yeah that's not for me. I'm not a millionaire, yeah. so I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny because you know houses like I mean my you see my parents' house it's big, mm-hmm. um, and I know the cost isn't nearly what it is. So these houses out here I've noticed in some neighborhoods are so small. These, these, these houses, I mean, like you can, I'm trying to think of, of like a place that, you know, you've been in Roger's, Roger's sister's house where we record in the studio in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Like, I mean, mm-hmm. a house that's that size out here in a nice neighborhood is, is almost one millions, point, one, millions, point, $1. <laughs> $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1
intrigued about One Life. I think I might check that out when that one goes wider. Okay. Yeah. March 22nd, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, Pixar's Luca is re-released, and Problemista. March 29th, Godzilla at Cross Kong, The New Empire in the Land of Saints and Sinners. And of course, Mickey 17 is now, oh, it's 2025. It's re-slated for 2025 now. Interesting. Hmm. April 5th, The First Omen, A Monkey Man in Wicked Little Letters goes wider. April 12th, a big one, Civil War goes wider with IMAX and Sting. <laughs> Two trailers. Yeah. Dude, we should do today. We should do, we should, we should do double theatrical that week. Dude, I'm down. You know I'm down. <laughs> April nineteenth, Abigail, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, and Sasquatch Sunset goes wider. Well, that sounds I good. Huh. I don't even want to know. But on, on on the same day as Sasquatch Sunset, Rebel Moon Part Two: The Scar Giver on Netflix. Ooh, there we go. But I can't even. It's not. I don't know how we're going to quantify that because Netflix will never release the numbers. But I'll bet you it doesn't do nearly as well as Abigail or let's just say Abigail. I bet you it doesn't do well as Abigail. I don't know, man. All those people that watched the first one thought it was going to be good. They have to. They have to justify their time sink and finish watching the story at least. You Dude, know what I, mean? I, I don't know, man. I <laughs> do you like? Do you remember much about it? Do you remember anyone's name? It's no, it was crap. It was it, yeah. it, it was like Justice League, but worse. Like it's well, hard. Just, it's hard to explain it. I hate to really stomp on movies, but that just wasn't a good look for Netflix. Nor was it a good look for. Um, I mean, Netflix doesn't care, but but Snyder, I think you know, probably does a little bit. But here's the thing: it, it's you know, we we can name you know many director all directors and find bad movies you know and you know sure, some bad sure. runs for some of them yeah yeah of course so, i mean this just might be you know cider's dark period you know what i mean this is his you know it's just a phase you guys just got to wait for him to come back yeah but like how much how many chances do you get you know I mean, like i mean you're you're dealing with people's money here if you keep well, yeah, losing but, money you don't get too many chances yeah but you're talking about it like uh like the cider cut of justice league wasn't good you know what i mean it was good you know whether no. Whether our esteemed colleague Roger agrees or not, you know that you know that version of the film was good. You know the uh, the sure. what, what hit what hit what hit theaters originally was was not so. So let's just go a little further. Up. Now I have two questions for you. April twenty sixth was a Friday. How like scale of one to ten on how much you're looking forward to watching Challengers? The movie was Zendaya mm-hmm. and the two tennis players. Like at all? Are you looking forward to it? At no, all? a movie like that causes me actual anxiety i don't want to see that i don't want to well, say that at all good news that's the only theatrical that week so we won't have a choice <laughs> god dang it i need somebody um, to swoop in so okay well the next week is interesting because there's the fall guy which is obviously the movie but star wars episode one the phantom menace gets re-released oh i think that i wonder i wonder how that will do given the recent disney re-releases did nothing tenant did nothing but star wars isn't star wars is a different star wars is different yeah star wars's fandom is still alive and well and wants to see good stuff and they haven't got much good so they'll probably go see you know something that they know is safe and will take care of them and give them hope you know what i mean well, it's, so. it's it's funny because like in lieu of the sequel trilogy people might look at phantom menace like you know what i'm going to give that a second chance <laughs> On, I really do think that. I mean, I think that. I, I think that way now because I don't. I just the sequel trilogy just did not do it for me. And I'm a big Star Wars guy. I'm a big JJ. I was a big JJ Abrams guy, but it's just no longer. But it just didn't do it for me, man. It just didn't. Listen to all the people that watched the sequel trilogy and hated it. I watched Disney Marvel. You know, destroy the things I love too. So I get it. You know what I mean? It, you know, we've all been there, Chris. We've all been there. <laughs> like I get it. 
everyone's got like everyone's got the um their franchises that like when you when you when you mention them they they they, they look outside of a window like they're a vietnam torture survivor yeah long like, lo- uh... long hard sigh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a single hearts. tear yes a single tear amen well that's where we'll stop with the star wars episode one phantom mm-hmm. menace because going into may it gets it gets it gets it's a lot and i'm sure some of that stuff will switch around yeah probably but right around right around when did we cut off for are we cut off at the end of April or the end of May? End of we'll April for our... April. End of April. So then we'll have yeah. to do one in April for May, June, yeah. July. Summer movies. August. Yes, sir. We should. Should be a decent summer, too. I know a lot of stuff got held over from last year for this one. So Yeah. Should be an interesting, interesting summer for sure. Let's talk about what's streaming. Only two of us this week, so only two entries. But we're still doing Hulu and... The one I picked was from director Baz Luhrmann, Romeo plus Juliet. I, I don't know if it's plus or and. Like I know it's and, but like I don't know if the if the, if the sim like the plus symbol means. I don't know. Romeo and Juliet by Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio, Claire Danes, John Leguizamo, Harold Perrineau, Pete Postlewaite, Paul Sovino, Paul Rudd, Jesse Bradford, Jamie Kennedy, Nathan Lane Six. Let me ask something, Chris. Do you remember this version? This I so I don't remember the movie all the way through. I oh, here's what I do remember though. This is the first movie i can remember seeing that has leonardo dicaprio in it like this is my first time witnessing him on film on screen however you want to say it was this movie now was it a date movie for you i was like nine no oh were you okay you were, you were too too young okay <laughs> yeah, well yeah. i mean i was i was you know mi- middle high school like right in that area gotcha. so i didn't see it in theaters i saw it like like on something like on vhs or something way back do then. you remember your first ex- like do you remember what you thought about your first experience with this no, no, I, I, I didn't care enough. I was too young and dumb. I remember because I was at that age where I was just, you know, we were reading it. It was a big deal. And mm. I remember like the whole weird, like they, they'd replaced the swords with guns, which I thought was kind of a clever idea. And they, then they modernized it with like Los Angeles and cars. And I thought it was a great, idea. I, I, I really do think that movie had some wonderful ideas. Clever or clever at the time? Uh Okay. <laughs> See. <laughs> fair. Okay. Fair question, and I will answer by saying, maybe clever for the time. Maybe okay. 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 Yeah, there it maybe is, yeah. maybe I see your point. I agree um, with that. But there's there's a lot of great to love in this movie. I think Leo DiCaprio and Claire Danes are pretty excellent as Romeo and Juliet. They are. I think Leo has a certain intensity and a certain charming romance to him that I imagine this is this is the movie that sold James Cameron on Leo for Titanic. Mm, okay. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a sequence later where it's a very famous se- sequence when, uh, Mercutio gets shot and then, um, Romeo chases down the person who shot him. Uh, I think it's Benvolio in the street. And then it has that I or the, or both will go with him and he keeps screaming, puts the gun to his head. I or the, or both will go with him. It's like, it's such a, it's such an intense moment. Yeah, I really do think that that moment is what sold uh, Cameron with Leo hmm. for Titanic. I really do gotcha. think that. Hmm. But again, it's got a. I mean, Pete Holstewaite at that time you could have gotten for super cheap. Jamie Kennedy was Jamie Kennedy. Jesse Bradford was Jesse Bradford. You know, Paul Rudd was in this. I forgot until really? I saw the cast. I forgot until I in the cast list. But yeah, and uh, John Leguizamo back when he was like John Leguizamo, you know, still like <laughs> kind of that that quirky, funny guy. Yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, I, I really enjoyed Romeo and Juliet for the time. I remember I was pretty obsessed with it. I, I watched it a couple times with some friends. I, I took a girl, which, of course, went nowhere. But 
Um, yeah, I, I was really kind of enamored with it. Uh, and I, now I watch it going back now. I think I'm a little less so, but I think it's it's just one of those movies that hit me at the right age at the right time. Uh, and I just I just kind of dug it. And that then that's yeah. like my always been my time for the movies was mid to yeah. late nineties. Like that's my movie time is right then. So I feel like I feel like movies like that. You know, like they they do catch certain people at certain times, and they just stick with you. Or like you know, for me, it just it just wasn't the right you know the right time. My, mine was, ironically, my it was it was a different movie like time era, but like Boondock Saints is what did that for me. Oh, dude, where, like, Boondock it Saints was like a hell of a movie. Such an interesting film, and it just it wasn't like anything else I'd ever seen. So it like it caught me. And then after that, you know, like I I had a different appreciation for you know for movies for for a while, you know. Had different standards, you know, different things I thought were cool. I want I looked for things that were like Boondock Saints. Couldn't find anything. I was really, you know, I couldn't understand why. But then eventually I realized, oh, this movie is like, you know, not like other films, which is why it's, you know, why why I think it's pretty cool, probably. So, yeah. well, I can imagine why Boondock Saints caught you. It's an easy movie to catch a young guy at that point, especially when you're young, because it's it's got some very interesting themes. It's it's kind of it's it's grabbing you before you're you let like the the moral the moral, the morality of the world get its hooks really into you. And I get it because things seem so black and white when you're younger, like what's wrong is wrong and what's right is right. Like it just, yeah. when you get older that those lines start to blur a little bit, but like I can see how someone might be, because I also think very highly of the original Boondock Saints. I think it's a fantastic movie with some really fantastic, you know, sequences, especially by Willem Dafoe and the two brothers. Like, I just think it's, it's, and it's a, such a shame that the sequel was just not up to par. Not it, yeah, yeah. That was All a, Saints Day. It was just so bad, man. It that was, was a just, name grab. That was just a name grab movie because uh, what's his name? Re- you know, had his resurgence in Walking Dead. It is what it is. It's just such a shame because that could have been so great. It could have been great, but yeah, it's just I was always enamored with that movie. So that's a good call out because that's I, I can see that being kind of generation defining for someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that that makes a whole lot of sense. But Romeo and Juliet was just that time for me. Like ninety six yep. and ninety eight was like man like starship troopers romeo and juliet like oh, yeah. dragon heart like all those big blockbuster movies just and they, they, they just like correct me if i'm wrong but i just don't think they make movies like that anymore well no but you know that that's the truth for you know media and music in general it, it, it all it all changes as time goes on so no they don't make movies like that anymore but i think we say this a good bit you know you you can't make you know the same movies you made back then now because they just they, they don't hold up culturally anymore and they just don't like i just watched varsity blues again this week at work and like i'm thinking to myself damn like we're never gonna get this again the closest we've come to that and i, I think it's a better movie is friday night lights but like mm-hmm. they're the same kind of movie they're both trying to grab the grab that that that, that young teenage crowd and it's like because life is so immediate it's so in the now and like it's supposed to it's just grabbing on by the haunches not letting go but Another like Varsity Blues, I think is like one of those brilliant movies that we're just never going to see again because I don't think Hollywood has, I don't think Hollywood has the bravery to do it again. <laughs> you said and haunches. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. <laughs> but just there's like, I mean, there's probably a dozen or more movies from the late or the mid late nineties. I'm just like, yeah, we'll never, we'll never see it again. It's just never, it's never going to happen. Hmm. So, but good, good callouts with um, well, Boondock Saints. Oh yeah, and moving on. Segue to your movie, Man on Fire, which is a movie we talk about a lot by director Tony Scott, Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning, Christopher Walken, Rada Mitchell, Mark Anthony, Giancarlo Giannini, Mickey Rourke, and Rachel Tukoten. Two thousand four. I know, Chris. You and I both have a very similar fondness for for, for this mm-hmm. one. Oh, I mean, one reason to see it alone is that cast list you just named off. I we both forgot how many like good people were in this movie actually. So, but I mean, so Denzel Washington plays John Greasy. I know it's Greasy, but you know, it should be Greasy. But uh, he's like an alcoholic, former CIA guy, 
and he turns and he like he he becomes a bodyguard. And this man goes on a revenge rampage after Dakota Fanning's character is is abducted. And like besides the fact that it's got it's got younger Denzel in it, the fact the cast list is strong. Like the only reasons you need to see this movie are these quotes. Someone asks him what he's going to do, and his response is, "What I do best, I'm going to kill him. Anyone that was involved, anyone who profited from it, anyone who opens their eyes at me, dude, that's a badass quote." Well, I mean, he, yeah, yes, you're right, and like you need someone like Denzel to sell. Oh that. yeah, and he can just deliver. And, he, and the, the, there's, there's even there's so many more. Like, one more that it's like it's uh, he says like. You know, he tells us some guy, you know, okay, friend, it's off to the next life. I guarantee you, you won't be alone, like, or something like that. Yes. Like, it's like, damn, holy crap. Yeah, well, he goes on a rampage in this movie, and it's so good. Well, it's, it is so good, and, like, I, I love it because um, Dakota Fanning is, is also that, one of those kids that just, she just understood as a young kid, like, how yeah, to deliver yeah. lines, how to act. Mm-hmm. You almost forget what kind of movie that is until the abduction happens, because like, that's like 40 minutes in, and, like, you forget. It takes a while to get going, yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't mean that, but like when they're bonding, when oh, they're yeah, like, yeah. when he's like, when especially when they're practicing the swimming, and he's like, the gunshot set you free, and he's using bricks, like you know, and it's those moments where, and especially Christopher Walken, who just is, he is a list to the a list to the a list mm-hmm. moon, and when he sits down in the hospital, when and when that when the one um, Spanish cop asks him who is he, he's he's like Creasy, Creasy's art is death. And he's gonna paint his masterpiece. And then he, he, he Creasy, he's, he's he's like Creasy has lost his will to live. And Peter showed him as it was okay to live again. And in a in a very Christopher Walken way, how you know oh, yeah, he raises yeah. his he raises his one finger up and like yep. he has it's just he's amazing. And like that movie is such a great ensemble cast too. Mm-hmm. And it's just again, I just don't think we're gonna get those movies anymore. That's that's not like John Wick. It's not like Bourne. It makes sense. The movie, in my mind, makes more sense. It was first written for Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson turned turned it down, and he recommended, and he had a long, and he had a long chat with Denzel about taking the role. Okay, that's so, kind of cool. But like, you can see how it would have been written for Mel because of the you know the, yeah. the whole revenge thing, and yeah, it's just and there there was a whole subplot of of him and the wife Rhonda Mitchell getting together, and I, I mean they they had to finagle things in production to like make it work better. But it it's a it's a hell of a movie, man. It's just oh yeah. And Denzel's all over it, and he's just one of those actors that just man, he demands your all your just immediate attention. So I love I love me some Denzel. I'll watch him in anything. I think I think he's I think he's top three all time for me. But yeah, but, he's got to be up there, and most people's top five. And it's it's great because him and Dakota Fanning, while they were both in Equalizer three, the conversation in in the um, the cafe when his back is against the wall, and, and then they're talking, they've like just said hello to each other. Is like that's pure men on fire that's just written to reference men on fire and it was great I mean, because like i love seeing those two back together again oh yeah and, and that's okay you know i mean especially like you know the character that you know he plays an equalizer it kind of fits it kind of fits the mold right well it, it pretty much is john crazy yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah it's, it's just great but good 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 call out if you have hulu Romeo and Juliet and Man on Fire and Roger would be very upset with me if I didn't mention Palm Springs, of course. So Palm oh God, Springs yeah. also available. Yeah. Palm Springs, Palm Springs. But I think those are two strong movies, Romeo and Juliet and Man on Fire. Let's talk about some trailers quickly, sir. How about Knox Goes Away with Michael Keaton, Al Pacino, Joanna Kuhleg, Marsha Gay Harden, James Marsden, Dennis Dugan, Ray McKinnon. What do you think? It's a feature. Is this, is this movie just like 
someone got together in a writer's room and said, let, let you know, let's make a movie about Joe Biden, but make him cool. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's I all this is, right? I, it's, the cast is great. When I was right, when I was watching the trailer, I'm like, God, it's got so many, I've never, like, what is this? So many people, Michael Keaton, Al Pacino, my goodness, Marsha Gay Harden, James Marsden, Ray McKay, like, it's just so many great people in this movie. Yeah, it looks okay. I mean, like, you know, why do I want to see some, you know, why do I want to see some old guy with dementia go through it? You know what I mean? But at the same time, the concept's interesting. It's something that hasn't been done before, I guess. So that's cool. Oh, I'm but, not sure uh, it's been done. It's just, I mean, Keaton's directing it. So we'll see what, I mean, this I is did obviously, see that, yeah. this yeah. is obviously a passion project for Michael Keaton. Yep. So yep. I, I hope it's good. Is, is, maybe is this all is, comes yeah, down to. Maybe something that's been rattling around in his brain for a while and he just wanted to get it out, but it's, or uh, maybe yeah, I, maybe Keaton has amnesia or dementia, <laughs> dementia. and he's trying to get this out before he forgets. Amen, See? amen, brother. So I'm, I mean, either way, I'm I'm curiously going to check it out because it's cast like that. I don't think you can ignore for long. I'm, I think it's I think it's cool to see Keaton in a, in a lead role. You know what I mean? But, I, whether it's I his agree. whether it's his creation or not, you know that that's I neat. Agree. Um, Civil War trailer two. I know we've talked about it. But let's talk about Kirsten Dunst, Nick Offerman, Wagner Mora, uh, Callie Spaney. It's a feature. I know we've talked about the original, but mm-hmm. this is trailer two. Ten years ago, 20 years ago, this would have been a massive release. This would have been a big deal. This would have been a, you, you're going to see this trailer on every movie for six months. Leading you don't up to think, it. You, you don't think this is going to be a big deal when it comes out anyway? Oh, no, I, I do. I just don't think this, would, this is going to be the huge, huge event it would have been even 10 years ago. I think that this movie is going to quietly make five hundred million. I sure look. I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I, don't, I, I don't know where I, it's leaning politically, and, and I, as long as the story is there, I, I, I don't care. But, I think this movie makes way more money than what it seems like it's going to. I think it won't have like huge headlines at first, but I think that this movie is just going to. People are going to go see this movie and not talk about going to see this movie until after it blows up as like, you know, a, you know, or it's going to suck and it'll crash. But if this movie isn't shit, this movie's going to make money. I, I guarantee it. Well, especially after Dune, because Dune's another one of that, like it kind of taps into that, that, that part of the of the young male brain mm-hmm. that they're kind of tapping into. And it's maybe, you know, I really do. I mean, look, the industry, I can tell you from hearing conversations out here in L.A., it's the industry is counting on Dune being big. If, it, if oh, yeah. Dune doesn't if if you know if if roger's great fear comes true and you lean you and you you walk out of dune it's like yeah it's like, it, it's okay that's a <laughs> that's a problem but i'd rather it be bad than be okay i agree because I, I was like you and i've talked about like that's the worst thing for me is like okay means that could have been better but bad is like now it's just gonna be bad anyway so but i'm excited for civil war i think i'm more excited for civil war now we're just a few weeks out but i mean dune still mm-hmm. takes priority in my brain because i mean you know, uh, I mean, Civil War was on all of our lists, right? So, I mean, it's definitely an interesting concept. It's, you know, it's whether you like it or not, it's kind of like the right political climate for this kind of movie to come out. It's bold for it to come out right now, but we got to see what the story is about. If it, I I think A24 has made some really good decisions in their movie making, but they've also made some really, some really weird ones. So let's see what they do with this, but I'm excited to see this film. Like I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see Civil War and see what it offers. I am. I've everything you just said. I, th- I think is fairly accurate for most for for most people that are cur- that are curious about this. So, now, yes. more importantly, back to Dune for a second, only because it was brought up, and I forgot to ask this earlier. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Dune makes a billion? I do think Dune makes it. Well, I mean, over over the course of maybe a month, six weeks. Yes, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, the reason why is because part one only made like five hundred million or something. So it would have to be one was double. 
but part one was released on HBO Max day and date, and it still True. did four hundred million dollars. That is in itself that is, is okay. extremely impressive. Okay, that's all I want. I don't want to dig into it, but I just want to throw it in there because I forgot about about it earlier. Um, I mean, gun to my head, if I had to guess, if and if I'm wrong, I get shot. I'd say it does. It does cross the billion dollar mark. Okay, I hope so too. I know that you know it's it's on it's on quite a bit of buildings. <laughs> out, out, you cannot drive anywhere <laughs> in, La, in Los Angeles without without seeing several advertisements for Dune Part Two. I think my biggest fear is sci-fi notoriously doesn't doesn't do gangbusters like you know doesn't do like that much like the big box office number that often compared to other movie genres. So yeah, but I, I think whatever that. whatever fear people had about a Dune remake was completely put aside with Part One. Okay. Yep. It's in it's in very capable hands with. Uh, Den, did Denny Villeneuve? It, it's he said. With with part one was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Part part one's a nine, if not a, part one's somewhere between eight and a ten, most likely a nine. But it is deserving of every accolade that film can give something. Oh yeah. So uh, let's talk about one more trailer, and it's a shame that Rob's not here this week because I put it up there for him. Sting. Not even a shame. It's not a shame. It's it's criminal. <laughs> it's a it's criminal. Is not here. Um, Alila yeah. Brown, Ryan Core, Penelope Mitchell, Jermaine Fowler. It's a feature. Chris, what are we talking about here? What what's your thoughts about the Sting trailer when you see spiders crawling in people's mouths? Ugh. We're talking about a we're talking about a Spider Man super spider that got away and we goes on a me. murderous rampage. Basically, I don't know. Like like th- this this movie is campy. You can tell by you can tell by the trailer. It's gonna be goofy, but it's also gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. I don't know. I'm usually not into these kinds of movies, but man, this for some reason this looks like it's gonna be fun. I hope it is because. Otherwise, it's just going to be a you know hour and a half slog fest. But I- I'm down with everything in this trailer until the girl gets the super soaker that's going to be full of like anti spider repellent or whatever it's going to be. But other than that, that little thing in the trailer where she's going to fight back, I don't know. I think it's kind of neat. I think it's creepy. I- I'm not going to be able to watch the scene where the thing crawls in that woman's mouth that you get in the trailer. Mm-mm, I don't need that. But dude, I- well, I- let, let me ask you. Let me ask you what's worse: a massive spider on the ceiling or a little spider crawling in your mouth? It, well, hold on, is, it, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it random spider or is it that spider crawling in my mouth? No, it's it's that's well, I don't we don't know if the story if it's that spider or it's like little babies, but let's let's just say it's that spider or it's the later it's it's he's big on the ceiling chasing you. Give me what the big you, one. I want I, I want to die. I want to die fast. I want to die knowing that I could uh, have defeated that beast. I don't want that little spider crawling in my mouth. Why I have to? No, no, I don't need that. Nope, I'll take big spider. <laughs> nope, that's fair. And the, the one thing I'm like, I can't, I can't. When I when that little baby gets pulled into the vent, like what are we even talking about here? What are we doing with this movie? What are we doing? They gotta give you a reason to go to go to go in into the nest and save the baby. I know, but that one woman who's like, "Oh, there's a giant spider and the vent covers off. Let me just crawl in the vent." Of course. Oh my god, people would just have and horror movie logic. They just have no common sense. But like, I'll bet you, and I'm just making a prediction here. I'll bet you that the little girl and the spider. I'll bet you the spider has a chance to kill her and doesn't because. The little girl was nice to her and like sings to her. You remember that? Of course. Well, yeah. Oh, so. I mean, the, 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 that's her pet dog. Come on. There's that, makes there, that noise back, there's, so. that, there's that connection that you, that you need in your movies. You know what I mean? Mm. That, 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 they do that for you. They I, don't do that me, for me. For, <laughs> they do that for you. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I'm drinking I'm drinking my chocolate coffee, and it's making me more at ease talking about Sting because I, got, I would be watching that trailer. I was like, I'm not okay with this at all, but... Uh, Roger's gonna love it, so we have to do it. He's not even here this week. It's a shame. It's all right. We got plans for Roger. We got plans for Roger. We're gonna stick a spider in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're not. Okay, okay, okay. So, Roger, if you're listening, you missed the trailer, but you will see it eventually. 
Yeah. All right, my friend Chris, let's jump into the movie of the week, Madam Web. Now, going into it, let's get the let me get some particulars out of the way real real quick. Real I mean, quick. it's a movie. It is a movie. It is a motion picture indeed. Tomato meter, 12%. That's 1 2%. Mhm. Mm-hmm, Not great. Mm-hmm. Audience score, you want to take a guess? 30 57. What? I know, 57. That's far too high. Well, see, this is, I, I think it actually matters how much you know about the Spider-Man universe, your enjoyment of this movie. I really do. And I, I have my talking points on that. But let's talk about some Metacritic also. Metacritic is 26, which is pretty low. That's low. That is not that great is, at that all. Is, that is the lowest currently for superhero films, I believe. And if, if look, I'm not going to read any because a lot of them are mean. But some, if you want to go on Rotten Tomatoes... <laughs> And you you want to read some of the ones the half star comments that are actually pretty funny, but they're very mean. I don't we don't I think somewhere in the translation that we kinda of got lost with like I don't like to beat up on movies to beat up on them, you know, but when when for the last couple of weeks we we've been hearing that this movie is absolutely the worst superhero movie of all time. So of course I'm curious. I mean, sometimes you pay money to go watch a train wreck. I yeah, I mean And yes. then you gotta talk about the train wreck you saw. You know what I mean? This I, is how it goes. That is tis life. Tis life indeed. So let's talk about Madam 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 Web. So, Chris, um, since you're filling in for Roger, what is Madam Web about? Oh, Madam Web is about a a young adult who doesn't like to help people who becomes a paramedic, which is odd to begin with. And I agree. I agree. You know, through happenstance and circumstance, has a near death experience and then gains the powers of premonition and is chased by a spider evil spider-man knockoff until he until she he, he finds out how to save the girls save the cheerleaders save the worlds that's it <laughs> save the cheerleaders save the, isn't that what's that um heroes what's, heroes heroes yeah save the yeah, cheerleaders yeah. save the world yeah. let me let me let, let me read you the imdb description of this movie this is the official imdb description okay. sandra webb is a new york metropolis paramedic who begins to demonstrate signs of clairvoyance period usually they don't get two sentences forced to challenge revelations in her past she needs to safeguard three young women from a deadly adver- adversary who wants them destroyed. Now, does that sound like any movie that would be in the Spider-Man universe to you? Does it? I mean, so so here's the thing. Uh, I mean, to answer your question, I was thinking about something the other day. This movie could have been just like she gets injected with like some super serum that gives her the powers of premonition and doesn't have to be a Spider-Man movie. It doesn't change anything. It's the same movie because this movie is hardly a Spider-Man film, even though there are there's someone in a spider suit and then there are three potential spider women in it. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, but whatever. Well, I have my, I have my like weird, like I bet this happened for this to happen. I bet you this happened. One is the ending, which I, I don't understand why they chose to end the film. How they did. I can't even, we'll talk about the ending. Don't worry. (laughs) I can't even (laughs) tell you how mad that makes me. But so Dakota Johnson, uh, she's, she's, she's not a, she's a very well-known name. You know, she, you know, her claim to fame probably is what we're saying 50 Shades, 50 Shades, 50 Shades, 50 Shades. Um, but she's 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 done several things, but and I I don't even think I I was going into this ready to not like her performance, but I don't think her performance is bad in this. I mean, there's some, but there's some rough spots, but no, I mean, like, all in all, to play this character and the story they wanted to tell, she's fine. You know, like, like she's not worse off than much other choices. She has some tough dialogue spots. Whenever she's in the cab with the girls talking to them, 
it's I feel like the dialogue there all the round is just terrible. But that 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 that's more writing than it is her. I think. Well, of After course, seeing this I, film, yeah, it's yeah, more writing than her. Well, the the writing is atrocious, and this might be one of the candidates for the greatest leaps in logic I've ever seen in a movie. Okay. <laughs> Honest to God, it might be one yeah, of the yeah. candidates for that because look, there have been some things where like. This happened a lot in like the late '90s, early 2000s, where like someone you they'd, they'd hear something and they'd look off to the side, and be like, "Oh my god, it was that guy!" I'm like, how the hell did you understand that? Yeah, right. Um, it's just so. What are some of the worst superhero movies that come to mind for you? Oh, I mean, Elektra. First off, uh, well, Daredevil's if, bad. Are we? We're talking and- about. We're talking about. You're, you are sticking to the MCU. Well, you're sticking to the Marvel Universe. So anything within the Marvel, which is before the MCU. And yeah. So, but I, I have a list a of, lot of them. From... Well, okay. Well, I mean, like, like, like those ones, Ghost Rider is pretty bad. Sure, Morbius sure. was terrible. You know, but e- even beyond that, Blade's, ba- well, that's Marvel too. Blade Trinity's terrible. Blade Trinity's X-Men bad. Origi- X-Men Origins is in my is my in my top five travesties that I've ever experienced. I that um, was a heartbreak for me because I thought I was going to yep. be so much better than it was. Well, I'm a Wolverine fan and a Deadpool fan, so I mean, whatever. So I, me, I, there, there's a lot of bad superhero films, but there's a lot of bad films too. This I movie's agree. just bad before it's a superhero film. So just I, I want to stress that first. First, some you're, you're right. That's a very important. There's very that's a very important I think distinction to make. So just for some clarity and for some to have a little bit of um. What am I say? Some uh, just for some some background story here. I can't think of the, mm-hmm. I can't think of the words. You're good. Um, context. So IMDb has the 37 okay. worst superhero movies. Let me just let me read you the the top one one through ten. Okay. Max Max Steel, Zoom is number two. The Son of Mask three. Catwoman from 2004 is number four. Number five is Supergirl 1984. <clears throat> Number six is Steel from 1997, which I don't think of. That was Shaq. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, I think the first super notable one is Fantastic Four from 2015. Okay. Yep. Ro- Robocop 3 is number eight. Number nine is Superman, The Quest for Peace. And number 10 is Elektra. So you were right about one of them. I mean, you, that yeah. that list is marking a lot of things as superheroes, though. You know uh, I mean? Yeah, and I, I, I agree. But like right after it is Batman and Robin, Jonah Hex, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Howard H- Howard the Duck, which I don't think I would call that a superhero movie. Well, so that, that things were so much so much more that, that was like a 1980s movie, right? Things were so much more obscure, yeah. obscure back then. I don't know, like even the Marvels, and I already mentioned um, another recent film that was out that was pretty bad with Morbius. You know, like like there's recent stuff that's that this is not as bad as in my. By opinion. the way, Morbius is Morbius ranks is number 18. Yeah, see, I and they mean, they have Madam Web at number 13. So at 13. Yeah. I was also, I didn't think it was the worst. I thought I didn't think it was better than many. I think also I didn't, I also didn't remember about like, I think Madam I think Madam critic Metacritic has Madam web as like the worst Marvel film of of all time at this point. I think that makes sense. Fantastic four. Fantastic four was the worst one. Fantastic four Punisher. I can't remember which one, but Madam web is now like number one, according to Metacritic as the worst Marvel film that's been put out. I don't know. It's it's it, it's it's. I guess it's easier to dog on a bad movie than it is to talk, you know, intelligently about a good movie. But at the same time, like everyone puts these into these like you know superhero film categories and all this other stuff, and I get that. But like I, you know what I said earlier, I still I think is hyper relevant. This movie's bad before it's a superhero film. Just like um, uh, Winter Soldier is a good movie before it's a superhero film. This one, this is like the complete opposite, right? Like yeah. the writing's bad. 
you know, the, the story's bad. The cuts are bad. The CGI is bad. The dialogues play. Like, there's just so much things here that are bad. And then you just put the Marvel stamp on it for, you know, just to, just to kick a guy while he's down almost. Like, I don't understand. It, it's, I don't know. I think, I think a point I'd like to make since we're on this subject is really quick is this movie has three spider, four spider women in it, four of them, Madam Web, and then the other three girls are actual, you know, they're spider people, right? Why not just do that movie? Exactly. That's why I don't understand. Like, why not just make that movie? <laughs> like, 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 there's no way that that film would have been worse than this. It would have been on par at the very worst. I mean, I guess budget, because I guess this movie was like, you know, less than a hundred million or something to make, or it was, this movie wasn't very expensive compared to, you know, other superhero films out there. But that's because they didn't do anything superhero. So I get it, I guess. It's just like, I don't know. Why not make a Spider-Man, Spider-Woman movie? Because you have four of them right here. That would have been a cooler movie than what we got. But well, you see, it is what it is. It's, it's almost like they had several different ways they could have gone. I mean, there's the link to the Peter Parker, of course. There's, you know, the... Unnecessary, the, though. Yeah, like, very, extremely unnecessary. Which, which is why I think the ending that we got was not the original ending to this film. Mm. I, I know there was, there was at least one reshoot, maybe two reshoots. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, I, I have a feeling that the ending we got was not original. Um, it's just there's a lot of very odd decisions here. And again, it's... I don't know... It's weird how they introduce these characters... But it's really kind of inside baseball in the Spider-Man universe. I'm, I'm counting the entire the entirety of this, you know, Peter Parker Spider-Man universe of these of these characters, which they do little job of helping you understand where they fit in any kind of the Spider-Man lore whatsoever. Yeah, but here's the thing: I'm I'm slightly knowledgeable on Spider-Man, right, and just superhero stuff in general, and like n- none of that's relevant like not like like this movie doesn't do anything for those people that are like you know like hyper fans of spider-man and madam web even like all that kind of stuff this movie doesn't do anything to 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 help those people with a movie about of, of like their interest this movie doesn't do that this movie takes characters that are known and bastardizes them for the sake of making a movie because even the villain here isn't like he's not done well. He's not done right. That's not who he actually is. And instead he's just, he's the bad guy in a spider suit. Cause I feel like they needed somebody in this movie to wear a spider suit. That's the whole reason that was it. That's why we got Ezekiel. Other than that, it could have been just mean organization a with guns and it'd have been the same thing. I, I don't know. Like this movie is uniquely bad compared to things that you, that it's compared to on these, like these worst movies list because like superhero movies list because like it's not even a superhero film in my opinion it's i don't know the things that like like to pull you through this movie like the movie starts out with her with with, in the amazon with her mother and our big bad guy which not a spoiler because you find out in the first 14 seconds when he like stares at her quietly from behind because that that's ominous and like this guy it starts out there this woman gets shot has to have a baby in in a jacuzzi pool and, you know, and then we cut immediately from that to where this woman's like 26 years old, 30 years old or whatever, driving an ambulance. Like, what happened? How did she get back home? Like, yeah, did, all these very important questions. Did, the, did this tribe of people like just take her baby body and like ship it? Like, what happened? Like, I, like it's <laughs> instead. It's super weird. Well, like, here's and here's the worst part about it. I'm, I'm going to get ahead of myself a little bit, but like everything that happens there. 
we get to see it again later in the movie. So why start your movie there at all? Because later on, they're going to expedition, expedition, exposition dump on us with the same scenes and then tell you everything that we already know. She, like she, she goes to find answers later on and it's everything we've already seen. Nothing new is learned by the audience, just by the main character. It's completely useless. Well, well they I mean, could have cut up the whole beginning. That's the thing. It's like all all the all the surprises they're trying to. I mean, I've, if you can even call them that, like they're not surprises at all. They're just they're common sense. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Point. Yeah. I mean, especially like the name of the baby, and you know, it's all this stuff. And I, I mean, I guess what they were trying to do with with the, the whole she died, but she's living in New York now with, you know, she has a lot of surrogate friends and, and, you know, she has, I I guess they're trying to build that link of like, she lost a mom. Now she's doing well in New New York. Like they're trying, I, I, like they're trying to draw the Peter Parker link. Yeah. Yeah. But she's mad at her mom. She's like, she's like, like your mom went to the Amazon for research. She was probably a pretty cool, a pretty groovy scientist in some way. And she died doing something that she thought was important, and like you're mad at your mom for that. Like I get it, but it's it's almost campy. It's it, but not but not good camp. It's like it's bad. Well, I mean, I get it only because like the the script is telling me that's why, but it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? like, no, I, I agree yeah. with you. But so Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, Isabel Merced, Celeste O'Connor, Tahar Rahim, uh, Carrie Beach, which is the mother, and um. Directed by S.J. Clarkson, so I, I oh should do those. Okay, that's I was going to say we we we, do, we dove into this, and I didn't even give you a chance to do that. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. no that's but it's important <laughs> that we come now because it's you know, I I I think maybe the more pertinent discussion is is what happened here. Is was there was there a story that they at one time had that got kind of for some reason it just got bastardized into what we got, or was this the original vision? I I said this a few superhero films ago, maybe the last one you saw. We don't need origin stories anymore. We don't need them. They don't not, need to be entire not, not, movies. Not the MCU. We don't. Well, I mean, even a lot of things like 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 we don't need an entire movie that's that is that is a, an origin story. Like your audience is down with the with the superheroes. At least they were at one time. Like they understand how these things happen. You can spend half the time on that shit and then get more out of your movie and get people more excited for stuff. Like. This entire thing being, an, I think this is exactly what they wanted to make. I don't think this was, I don't think this got lost. I don't think like tons of things got redone. I think this is the movie they wrote and they went, yeah, this looks good. And then it just, it, it just wasn't like, I, I don't know. Like, like the characters in this movie are, are, are unbelievable. I can, okay. I, I don't know. I'm talking a lot. I'm talking fast, but I can, I can talk about all the bad things in this movie forever because there's just so many of them and again bad movie not bad superhero movie but like it's it's, so so here's the thing is like i i want to in i know i'd be the one that's doing this and you roger would not but i thought there were some very interesting sequences even sequences that related heavily to the story such such as in the big fire scene uh pretty close to the beginning with the with the with the paramedics and i thought that was an interesting scene i really did do you but, want me to work with you or work against you here? Well, tell, mean, me, tell, tell, tell me what you want. Well, you're the one that's got all the Spider-Man knowledge, so it's okay. kind of, I, I'm going in this movie knowing nothing outside of what I've seen so, in the. So film. why did you, so why did you think that was neat? Like like what about that? Like that, well, that scene I, I, specifically? I thought okay, well maybe some of some of the some of the terminology here is important. I think how they set the scene up and did it was interesting. I don't oh, like you how mean, we like literally how she saw something and then 
you know, she was able to like, see it before it happened, but it still happened anyway, kind of thing. And especially in the beginning, I thought that was that was an interesting concept. Two comments. Okay, okay. I, I the concept is good, right? Execution is what's poor here in this movie. I think that's going to be a theme. Uh, first thing is, who told these people this is how CPR is done? I was going like, to ask actually, you the question because, because I remember because, learning CPR and that was not CPR. That's really bad CPR. I, yeah. my, my wife is a nurse and she, her biggest pet peeve in movies and TV is seeing bad CPR. So now I see bad CPR. That's not how you do CPR. Like CPR is is strenuous and you break ribs, right? So, but like you you like these people are carting a guy away who they think is fine. She's giving someone CPR on the ground and they wouldn't be helping that guy who's fine. They would be helping her with the CPR first thing. Second thing is, unrelated to the CPR, uh, she killed the guy in, in that scene, right? Like, yeah. the ambulance driver? Like, it's her fault he's dead, right? Well, I mean, I mean, he, what she, she's not... I said, yeah, but like, it's not... She couldn't stop him from going. Yeah, but yeah, but if she would have never slowed him down or talked to him, he doesn't get hit by the truck. He just leaves. Well, sure. Well, that's, that's the weird part about these movies is... It's gonna, <laughs> right? It's, it's going to happen regardless. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. It's, so, it's so the whole like, what's the what's the thing where they could find Pavlov's, a destination? Yeah. It's like it's that kind of thing where like, yes, you're yes, you're right. And 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 to bring up a scientific thing is like, yes, if yeah. you stalled him another four seconds, he's he not lives. dead. Or so, or yes, if you or yeah. if you never interacted at all, yeah. So like so the but like the movie's logic is the truck doesn't exist until until the until ambulance in is in the intersection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of course. But like that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing behind the but like that's it though. Yeah, you know, no, it's I gotta it. happen a certain way for the movie to go. It just doesn't So yes, you're you're right. The science, like many like like much of the Marvel science doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but here's the thing. I feel like sometimes in these in these superhero films, most of the time, they try to at least make make it believable. They try to explain things to you or show you things or show and not tell some stuff to make it make sense, at least in the suspension of disbelief realm. Sure. I, yeah, just, I totally I, understand that. And they've they've done it yeah. way better in the in before, the yeah. Yeah, of course. But this okay, is okay. Just... let me ask you the next thing then, okay? All right. What do you think about the the ADR dialogue? Uh, well, did you notice ask, it, or 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 did you not? What I noticed you think it. About it. Let me ask what you think okay. about it. So I think that there are times where Ezekiel is talking and his lips don't match up, and I thought for a moment, like my brain, because I watched I watched like subtitled stuff, you know, pretty often. I thought, okay. Maybe he's speaking like you know, like in Portuguese or something. Like what you know, whatever his you know, whatever his like cultural t- you know, like language would be. And they kind of like just dubbed over it. But then I then I remember they they did ADR stuff. Like it's noticeable in twenty twenty four. Like we knew this from uh, Indiana Jones that it just it looks it looks odd. But they didn't care. They just did it anyway. They sent it. I just don't understand. It, it did take me out of it sometimes when he's talking with his mask off. Well, I mean, maybe, I don't, fit. I don't, I'm not really familiar with the actor, so maybe he's got a really thick accent, and they didn't. I mean, of all the problems the movie has, maybe they thought they could change one of the problems and make it easier to get. I, I don't, I don't know why they chose to do that, but it, it, you, you're, you're right. And just like what we said last week or the week before, 2024, there's no excuse for a big budget movie to have bad CGI. Yeah. There's just, just not. There's just not. Yeah, you know, we talked about it. This is in 2000. We're like. The, the yeah. tech is like kind of there, kind of not. Like we're there. Like you yeah. shouldn't. I mean, just know. don't don't use it if if it's not gonna be good. I don't know why they thought that was decision was fine. But I don't. It, I, the thing. It, it's like it, I I also think that this is like because this is the Sony Spider Man universe. Yeah, I oh know. I agree. So this isn't so Sony and Marvel. 
much like many of the contract things, the you know the the, the contracts behind a lot of these a lot of these characters that are now a hundred years old, if not more, are like forty five pages long when it comes well, to like who owns what. So I think so- Sony doesn't care about this movie does bad. They 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 just care that they have to make a movie to keep the yeah. Spider Man character. For I was gonna say yeah years. yeah yeah like Sony has to make this movie to keep whatever rights they have is what so, it I mean, is. And their their big box office thing is keeping Spider Man Sony. So yeah. that's what that's the only thing they care about. So yeah, because they're 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 making more money from their deal with Disney than they are from their actual movies, which is well, what, terrible. What, but here's the thing I don't understand. And let me just pose this question to you as as a, someone who's just as 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 a layman as as we are in in the financial movie world is. Why not? If you're going to invest, you know, a hundred million or more into a movie, why not put your best foot forward? And, and why not? I mean, I can understand if you're like, eh, let's make a Spider-Man movie for thirty million dollars. Like, you, you can't well, do it, so it's going to be campy. But if you're well, going to put over a hundred million dollars into it, why not just make a movie that you're proud of? Because your best foot forward costs more than a hundred million. Well, again, I'm. I understand that, and I yeah, yeah. Which is I don't well, I know, I, I know. don't understand like why. Madam Web. I mean, I do understand because of what year it is, but I also don't understand because there's a better story here. Well, and it's, well yeah, there there is. Uh, Madam Web's a cool character. These other Spider Women that are in this, that are teased in this movie, are cool characters. Like you could do movies on these characters if you just pay it the respect it's due. You respect the audience that you're making it for. That's I don't know. what it's, I'm it's saying. Weird. Is why not pay the correct respect to and just get a movie that's that, that's going to get people talking. I actually think, and there, there are a ton of like. There are a ton of references meant to connect you to Spider-Man and the MCU. Oh, yeah. yep. Like, I mean, there are phrases. What's the? I mean, everyone got this phrase. You know, the when the, when she's talking to, to to the guy that you know. Oh, knows say it. Say with, it. With say what he says. Power and responsibility. I'm like, of course. Oh no, yeah, no. He, no. He, listen, I wrote this down in the theater because I got so mad. And listen, and I got a story about my other about the other guy I watched the movie with. So he says that to her in the jungle or whatever. He says, "When you take on responsibility, yes, yes, great yes. power will come." Yes, it's like so close to the thing that we know is cool, right? The guy, the one other guy in my theater, he said, "He goes, Jesus Christ." Yeah, I agree. I agree, <laughs> I agree dude. I- I agree 100%. And it's like, Listen, if you're going to do it, just do it. Just do it, man. I know, right? Like, even that would have been better than what they... Yeah, like, to make it adjacent to, the to like, the, the known phrase. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, that guy was in the movie theater. He just... He audibly said, Jesus Christ. So, 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 so did I, though. And, like, people looked at me. And, like... Because at that point, like, I was just like, this is... This is something, all right? This is something, oh, yeah. all right? This was, like, a... I mean, I don't know, just a quick aside here. Like, this was just like, like a someone in film school who like kind of understands how to tell a story, but not really. He's yeah. like, this is a project. This is a product from someone's mind who's like undeveloped. You know, who like who has a he knows what he wants to do, or, or he or she they know the story they want to tell, but they can't quite nail down the details and like why yeah. it's important to have a, a, a narrow focus story. That, that's what I'm saying is like this is like especially with the comment like with with one of the, like one of the girls says, "You won't like me when I'm hangry." Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, just yep. give me the phrase or don't even approach it. Yeah. Like, well, I so like I'm, I'm, on the note of the girls, a, the girls are like the girls in their personalities are so like, like the, like these, these girls don't exist. Like, the, like they're, they're cartoony in a bad way. Right. So like, that's the first thing I have a problem with here. We make kidnapping jokes in this film. That's fun. And then also, <laughs> also she, this woman, Madam Webb, 
drives these these girls that she just like abducted to save, drives them to the woods, and then says, "Stay here. I'm going to leave now." KK, thanks. Bye. And then she leaves. Yeah, and like, like, don't go anywhere for a couple hours. So like, and like, there's there's two things here. A, that's dumb. Don't do that. And then there's B. Of course, they're not going to stay there because why would a movie portray intelligently scared and worried teenage girls when they just got attacked, you know, and almost killed? That would make no sense. Instead, we're going to be we're going to be cool and rebellious, and we're going to go to a diner. No teenage girls act like these teenage girls. No, of course, the not. diner scene pisses me off because in your years, Grace, and you're a very learned and lived person, right? I am too. I'd like to think how many times you've been in a fucking Denny's at two in the morning and saw girls someone dancing, on, dancing a table. on a table. Never. Yeah. It well, doesn't the happen. Is, the, the only, the only real girl was the one that was so goddamn unlikable was the Which um, one. Um, not Isabel Merced, not the girl with red hair, the other girl, the girl with, who's always kind of like annoyed and like very teenage-ish, oh. you know, yeah. I mean, like, she yeah, was yeah. the only real one out of those. I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, here's was- what I don't understand too is like Isabel Merced and Sydney Sweeney. They're good. <laughs> they're oh, good yeah. actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the other one I, I have less experience with, but I know she's not- some really good things. I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming this movie. I'm blaming it's, the writing here. The like, writing again. is atrocious, and that's yeah. it's a shame because it's you have I think the makings of what could have been. Go- oh, and I didn't want you don't get me started on like Adam Scott and Omar or, or sorry Mike Epps being in this. Why are they Omar, Adam Scott and Emma Roberts? Why are you bringing in these? Why are you bringing in these these higher list people to play these roles? I don't. It's almost like there was a different movie here, and they it need got work. cut down. They have money. I mean, they they need money too. I get. I, I don't sure, know. But okay. I just don't understand. Well, uh, another thing about the um. Oh, this irritated me too. Did you notice that there was a newspaper article about the girls that were that were kidnapped, and that's why the guy calls like the calls the police to tell them like that same day. That same day, like <laughs> when newspapers come out in the morning, yep, and yep, you yep. read them in the evening, and the the story from the same days in the fucking newspaper come on like, with with like photorealistic with like actual yeah. photos of the girls like get the fuck out of here yeah it's just it's there's just, so many like ugh, yeah. are you kidding me with this and then we do and cpr cl- and and then we do cpr class together that's fun we bonding which of course comes back later on which is eye rolly as hell right just like she taught us we saved you i hate this i hate this so much <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. I'm, look, I'm trying to be better with giving credit where credit is due. And here's the thing. Let, let, let me ask you. So, as far as um, as far as crafting a movie, mm-hmm. I didn't think that this was. This looked good. It didn't look bad. Like everything was looked sharp. It looked you crisp. know everything looked do you good. Know, do you know why? Uh, no. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. So this movie looks good. And it looks clear and it looks crisp because there's no CGI to hide. Well, I imagine there's quite a bit of CGI, actually, especially towards they, the end. But. I mean, okay, towards the end, end, but all the way up through that, there's not really anything going on that requires CGI. Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying, like, it looks, it doesn't look like an amateur made movie. It looks like there's high production value here. And it's like okay. some of the dialogue is so poorly you. written, but other scenes are like, okay, that's actually not a terribly written scene. Where's like, the I good scene? Well, Tell I mean, me. they're more towards the beginning, I think. But ev- everything that happens after a certain point is just like, why would they do that? What in the world? Oh, I mean, he... Bet's, 
the scene on the train, I just don't even, I can't even begin to tell oh, you how yeah. much I, well, how much well, I hate that scene on the train. You mentioned there's, you mentioned there's decent, like there's like a few decent scenes in the beginning. You mean the scene where someone, you know, draws her a picture, thanking her for saving someone that they love. And she does, she awkwardly doesn't know how to take a picture of a kid's hand. Well, I mean, look, I think that's not terribly unrelatable, but look in the holes of this movie, I, there are other scenes I, I would reference first, but okay, her character, I think is odd to begin with because they've, you don't become a paramedic if you don't like to help people. You just don't. Right. And she's Weird. just kind of, she's kind of checked out of the hole. I don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Now, yeah. I mean, I don't know of this character. Cassie is, is she a paramedic in the source material? I, I, mean, I actually I don't like know. I, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not going to pretend to know the answer to that. This movie lends me to believe probably not. This is probably something they made up. Or they made up how much she doesn't like to help people. I don't either one. Like one of one of those things is true here. I don't think both of those things are true because there's just I don't no think way. They can both be true. Yeah. They, they, they wouldn't, yeah. No anyone who made this character up years ago wouldn't have put those two things together. I just I don't, don't think so. It. No. I don't think so. So I mean and it's also who this villain, who is it in the Spider Man universe? Like, I told what, you no. What no. is his story? What is I already his compl- thing? I already complained about this guy. So this guy isn't like like a quote unquote bad guy, but they made him the bad guy in this, and his character is his character is much orderly. Like he, he he's older in the Spider-Man comics from what I remember, like the times I've seen him. And like, again, he's not a bad guy. He, he goes forward, like wanting to like, to do good things. I think he just ends up doing some bad stuff along the way, but like, they just picked a guy they could put in a spider suit. He has a cool looking spider suit. He's got like a black off red spider suit in the comics, I think. But so isn't, like, isn't, here isn't, he is. same, isn't that the same suit from the third Spider-Man, like very close to the third Spider-Man no. film. Well, I mean, close only because it's dark, I guess maybe. But no, like, like his suit is is like that. But like the suit you're talking about in the third Spider-Man movie is the Venom suit, which is which is different. Well, I, it's I, black because I, of, because yeah, of the symbiote. I know, but like it, it just seems odd they would choose that suit to and like there's no explanation of. So obviously this takes place before Spider-Man, but and like all the music references was like oh. early early two thousands, late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands. Well, yeah. So all those, so we're, you know, and that's when this is, no, no, I, no, I totally understand that. Yeah. But like, is anyone surprised? Is anyone at all finished that movie? Not knowing that the baby was Peter. Is, is, does, does anyone not know that? Or, or I, are you supposed to finish the movie? Not knowing that I have a, I have a more important question. Okay. Who cares? Well, I, that's Peter Parker, man. Like that's important to know, like to put this in some kind of, timeline for us yeah but they didn't earn that no and i totally agree with you and they, they should have <laughs> which is again why i think the ending was completely changed yeah I, I i think the original ending before we got the weird she's blind but she's professor x from the x-men and oh you know, listen be, be, look before we got that i think we got something that linked everything to the 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 the, the ben and peter parker only because like you don't cast julia roberts niece without giving her more, you know, we don't, we don't cast yeah. her for the five minutes she was on screen. Mm-hmm. Well, so like, I, do that. well, like, you know, to answer your qu- earlier question. Yeah. The timeline's weird because that makes like Peter Parker 15 at, at, in 2018. Right. Which, I mean, I guess if you go off of the M- the current MCU, that fits, right? Yeah, that's right. That's pretty close. Yeah. I yeah. Think, so like, so. like I, yeah. Like, so when was, what was it? Uh, well, I think it was tw- 2017 was homecoming. I think, right. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Like 2016, maybe. Was 2017. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. So, like that fits the current Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline. So, I guess that's cool. But like, it makes other things weird. 
too when you do it this way because like think about it so like at some point they have the cpr party the next scene they're in peru it's like and now we're in peru because she's like like, i need to go check something and she's on a plane yeah and and then and then well and then we're in peru right so we land in peru immediately after that scene which okay that's not that's not weird and like she finds where she's going with the polaroid of a tree i hate this movie but but here's the thing i was gonna say this is i have a question i have a question we're in peru right we're in Mm -hmm. peru we flew to peru right isn't she a wanted suspected kidnapper She'd be on our. She'd be on everyone's list. Of and here's the thing. Uh, airport security was like kind of high in 2003. <laughs> kind of, it was high. You're right. kind of high in 2003. You know, big events happened not long before that. Really made us redo that whole system. You so are correct. Maybe may a known kidnapper in 2003 doesn't get on a plane and flies to Peru super easy but here we are so in like a matter and, of hours yeah know, just, and, it doesn't ugh. and again we get an expedition an, an exposition dump that we we already know so it's useless and doesn't make any sense and then yeah it's like i don't know and, and then and then we're back in new york as quick as we were in peru that's also irritating so like we make it back too we just we we're, we're, we just we continent hop and then we have the weird she steals another car. Let's not even talk about how the, how she stole a cab, hit somebody with it. It's a damaged cab, would stick out like a sore thumb. No one can find it while they're looking for a kidnapper. And she, how she, she just she just parks it in the motel lot. Like, yeah, right. Come on, someone's yeah. gonna see that, man. Come on. She steals an ambulance, and the only thing I I know that this movie taught me is that this bad guy gets hit by cars a lot because she and comes flying out of a yeah. of a sign and hits him with another car. Like that, that was, seems to be his kryptonite. And I'll, 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 I'll be honest. When she came flying out of the sign, my first instinct was to just stand up and walk out. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> because look, I've seen some asinine things in movies before, but like that is like one of the greatest, like what in the hell? Yeah, yeah like the perfect happened? angle to not kill the people in the car, but hit How that guy she, off of the car. Like Possibly coordinate that. Now, okay, you can make the yeah. argument that she saw it happen so many times that she can go back and keep doing it. Okay, you can make that argument. But her but power really, isn't time travel, which is another thing, thing I have an issue yeah, with. That's my thing. Is like you're that doesn't line up with what the movie has shown us. Yeah. So even that argument, like, eh, that, that, no, you can't. Yeah. You're not showing us the same thing. So yeah. well, like you mentioned, be getting up and walking away. If you would have walked out, then here's what you would have missed. Here's the really important thing, right? Okay. This movie taught me that if I get hit in the firework, if I get hit with a firework in the face, I will be wiser. And I will know things. Oh, I, I can't even because begin. because she goes blind from this. She gets saved. She loses w- the use of her legs because that's what Madam happens to actual Madam Web. She can't walk. She's in a wheelchair, and she's wiser. Every scene that she's blind in, she's so wise now, and she speaks in almost a cryptic higher level. Because I, I just I don't know. I I hate this movie. I hate this movie. Well, it just it doesn't. Tell me where the good things are. There are no. I'm, I, I, I'm ready to hear the. I'm ready to hear why this movie isn't a zero or a one. Enlighten me. Well, I said it it's wasn't a, movie. a zero. I didn't say it wasn't a one, but I, I, did, <laughs> I just I don't see it a zero. I just don't I don't see it worse than like some of the really bad ones. I was trying mm-hmm. to think if like because mine, of course, and I got to work on it is Fantastic Four, and I got to see the original script constantly 
hatcheted down from what it was. I, I got to see that happen mm-hmm. in real time. I got to see the pages that they cut. I got to see the, all the, I mean, I got to hear about all of the story threads that were cut to make the piece of crap that we got, that we got the finished product. So mm-hmm. the, the actual script, which I might even have it, I'll give it to you and Roger, if you guys are interested in reading it. I mean, I have, I would be yeah. so many years ago. I have the script, in my email, but um, it was a much different movie. So much different than what we mm-hmm. got which is what I was so surprised to finish product because I was watching it. Of course, I was spending time in the accounting office. I didn't, I wasn't on set, so I didn't yeah, yeah. like, I was like, and I was watching. I was like, this is not the script I read. Like this is, doesn't even resemble the script that I read at all. So, and I, and I would imagine to be fair, I, I'd imagine this movie didn't start out with this script. This is no way this script was the one that's like, yep, that's the one go with that one. No way. There's just no way I, oh, I no. can. I refuse to believe Sony is that stupid. I cannot believe that. I mean, Sony made the Venom movies. Yeah, well, like, I, I, were, at least they were fun. You know, they're fun. You're right, but they're still considered pretty bad movies. And well, I sure. and, and here's the thing: I get it. I get it. Right? Like, I want. I love Venom. He's my favorite. He's my favorite supervillain. Whatever you want to call him, especially in the Spider-Man universe. But like, I get why they're bad movies. They're fun, though. You're right. But at the same time, like. Sony just doesn't have a good track record. Of, I mean, you know, they've killed their own Spider-Man series multiple times. Like they can't, they can't do this. They're not capable. They haven't shown us that they are yet. You're right. You're right. And it's it's know. weird that the one thing you're going to say is the one thing I'm going to say that I, I really did kind of, I kind of perked up for a moment is, and, and it's weird because I liked it. I liked the first scene with the, with her realizing that she's not actually saving anybody by doing what she's doing. She's seeing people that are going to be dead moments later. Yeah. And, and I, I really like how that was like set up and like for, 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 for a second, I heard the score from another film that's very famous. I couldn't think of it. I'm trying to still think of it, but like for there's glimpses of like what could have been really wonderful scenes in this movie. I don't think a zero would have those glimpses. A one or a two might, but I don't think a zero has any glimpse of any kind of hope anywhere. Which the movies we've given zeros to really don't have any glimmer of hope whatsoever. And it's Holmes and Watson. I mean, look, the 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 the, the dubbing, the voice tracks were off by like a second. I can that is so not forgivable. I cannot yeah. forgive that. I, that is so unacceptable in 2018 or whenever we got that. I don't remember when that was. Well, that that's so unacceptable. But that's why that movie got a zero. But and, and same with that's why we scored tenant so low. It's like if, if 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 your sound is awful or the voice track doesn't match the sound you're hearing when you're hearing it on screen, I, I don't care. Your movies, you cannot have a good movie at that point. You cannot <laughs> score it high. But this this one's kind of a whole different way. It's like nothing in this movie makes any sense. Yeah. In any kind of reality that we're in, and you could argue, well, it's a it's an alternate parallel reality. with Spider like shut up. It's New York. You, you know what this feels like. What does it feel like? This- Feels like a superhero film that was made in early two thousands. It sure the hell does. Bring up actually. Yeah, that's what this feels like. This feels like a superhero movie before superhero movies were good. Well, this this feels like a superhero movie before Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That that's what I mean. Yeah, this is like this is like Spider Man three territory. Like that, it feels just it feels like it. It just I don't know. It's a superhero movie. Well, let, in, let, let me ask. So, Spider, let, let yeah. me just a quick aside. Spider Man Three. I, I know yeah. you have qualms with this movie. Well, yeah, I but did. there's a lot in that movie I liked that I thought was really well done. Okay, um, that's fair. I, but and a lot of people really hated Spider Man Three with a well, passion. That's because a lot of people are big fans of Venom. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And and they're fans of the arc that Spider Man goes through when he has the when he has the symbiote. So like that's a ver- that, that's a hugely popular and hugely famous like point in Spider Man comics and video games and all that kind of stuff. Sure, so but it's, see- it's also a well known fact that um, Raimi argued with the studio and said, "No, the this." the current timeline that I've crafted is not ready for Venom. And they're like, no, cram him in there. People yeah. want to see him. And so that's that's very famously known that he had oh, yeah. no choice. I mean, oh, yeah. as a big director, what do you do? Do you walk away from your franchise or do you play ball with the studio? You know what I mean? Like, it's really kind of like, do you keep your integrity or do you give a little bit of, do you keep your good standing, most of your integrity, and make a probably a little worse film? Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, but yeah, but answering your question, that's that's one of the main reasons why it gets such a huge, like, you know, like thumbs down for most people is because of that. Because the people that watch your movies care about your movies. And well, it, my point, you, my, they, they can tell when you don't care about, about them. My point is using, using Spider-Man three and Madam web. Spider-Man three is far and away. Oh, God, an Oscar. Yeah. If, if you're only putting these two movies then Spider-Man 3 is an Oscar-winning film. I'm watching Spider-Man 3 daily, dog. You know, like, <laughs> period. Like, Madam Web is it's just, I don't, I am I walk away from Madam, and, and we'll, in the next 10 or 15 minutes, we'll start to wrap it up, but I walk away from Madam Web not thinking to myself, oh, that was awful. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell happened? Like, uh, what I mean, the hell happened to the movie that we, that, I mean, you and Roger would have appreciated, which is paying the proper respect to the source material of Madam Web and, these, and the, the Spider-Women, where is that story? Why did we not just get that? I think I'm more worried about them just treating the audience like crap. Because, like, this movie isn't for anybody. This movie doesn't do anything. And, no, that's, what's, and that's, what, that's what the problem is. And I think this they mo- took out most of the... Sp- I think the whatever connection at the end to, to, to actual Peter Parker Spider-Man was completely severed. I think they're trying to distance... I think... They got. I think they were just made the decision. You know what? Let's just put this turd out. We have to anyway. It'll make some what if, money. What if Disney done. screened this movie and said, "You may absolutely not use Spider-Man in this." Like, like what if they just sure, put their foot could've. down? Yeah. Well, that that's certainly because of how the weird contract issues are. Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe that is a big part of it. And it's I wouldn't really doubt inside it. baseball, but yeah, uh, I'm sure not many people know what actually happened in this movie. There are probably several, but not you know, it's not publicly known. Yeah. Um, but it's. I don't. The writing in this is atrocious. Here, let's just see who wrote it real quick. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Screenplay by S.J. Clarkson, Matt Sanzama, Burke Sharpless, Claire Parker. So we have three people credited with screenplay. Yeah, and or, sorry, this four like, four people and the director. So this is this is like their first movie ever, right? Well, I mean, or it's a hatchet job that like they just kept <laughs> hiring people to do rewrites and yeah, have to keep yeah. crediting them. Probably. It's just it's a shame because I don't know. Like, like, Spider Man is great. I don't know. Well, no, Spider-Man is great. The, and the fandom that loves Spider-Man, they, they do love it. You know, that, that that's the that's the truth of most of these superhero fandoms and superhero films in general. Like you have an audience that right now is hungry for good superhero stuff, you know, pining for it almost. And then you take something like this and, you know, you, it, it's it's evident by the fact that like the movie's just not like no one cared about this film. Someone did, but not the right people, maybe. I mean, like, so I, I say all this so I can lean into, like, the actors in this movie are fine. Like, all the people that are in this, like, there's nothing, like, nothing against them. You know, there's a couple, there's a couple of things of stiff dialogue, whatever. But, like, 
you know, everyone here seems like they're trying. They're they're bought into their to their characters as campy as they might be, cartoonish as they might be, or whatever. You know, like like everyone involved in this project at the face value seems like they tried, right? And we we got a movie start to finish, and it wasn't good. But like, I don't know. Other than those things, I can't highlight anything that I'm okay with. Like it, the movie's choppy. It's it doesn't explain things well. It doesn't explain things at all sometimes. Then it explains things twice sometimes. And for no good reason other than, you know, we don't know how to splice a good movie timeline together. You got a bad, you have a terrible villain who isn't supposed to be this villainous anyway, at least not at this point, that way that I understand it. And you've got bad explanations all the way through this movie and things that just don't make sense. Like she literally time steps when she opens the window to save the bird. Yeah. Like, she does. like, like by the rules of what her power is, she would be on the couch still. Instead, she's at the window actively. It doesn't well, make any it, sense. It, it, it also like she says she can't control it, but it conveniently works all the time when she needs it to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing is like, how do you without being able to control it? Then I was wondering how they were going to explain that to 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 us because they 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 never did. The movie yeah. never explained how she harnesses it, and you and then all have the, to harness that. Yeah, and then all the Spider Man like like Easter eggy stuff in it. Like none of it's earned like the whole, Hey, this is uncle Ben. Oh, that's cute. Oh, Hey, we're having a, you know, you know, my sister's having a kid. Wink, wink. What's the kid's name? Never hear it. You know who, you know, Hey Ben, who's, who's your, who's the girl you like? Never hear the name. Like all these things are so, you know, and then the big one, when the guy says, you know, the, the thing that's close to with great respect, power comes great responsibility. Like that, like it's all just a, the fact that it's unearned feels like a slap more than it is. No, like, well, that's you know, to me, that's unforgivable. That's not unearned. Yeah. It's just unforgivable. It's just, why would you, and why see, would like, you like, do that? I started this whole tangent off trying to find good things to say about it. And it loops me right back into how bad it is. And well, I, it's a shame it, because it's, it, yeah. when you, when you started I me mean, to cut you off, but when you're trying to talk about what's good about it, you realize it's not. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do this whole time. And I, I, I can't in good conscience argue that this movie has a lot of good going on. I don't, the story destroys it. And yeah. when, you know, the one thing I thought I was going to hate Dakota Johnson, I don't hate. No. Yeah, I agree. I, agree <laughs> I think 100%. she did a fine job. I mean, you can't, you can only dialogue that's written that bad. You can only make so good. <laughs> you yeah. know I mean? You, you, you can't polish a turd to a golden nugget. It's a shame bad. that she probably won't get another chance at a movie like this because no, she, she's oh, already she been... definitely won't. But that's the thing is like yeah. Dakota Johnson, Mike Epps, um, although he's he's not he's in it for a very short time. So Dakota yeah. Johnson, Emma Roberts, Adam Scott, um, Isabel Merced, Sydney Sweeney, like these are not people you sign on for one movie. These are people you sign on in a superhero film for multiple installments. Which yep. here's the last question I want to ask you, and we'll round it out here is do yeah. we get more of this universe? Going springboarding I, I, off of Madam Web as as the, the the springboard. Do we get more of it? I'm curious. I I can see an argument from both ways. I think we get something that's adjacent to this film because Sony has to make Spider-Man stuff to keep Spider-Man. I don't think we get like the next piece of this story because this movie was burnt to the ground by the people that saw it, which, you know, Hey, that's no one's fault, but the people who made this movie, but like, I don't think we get, you know, Madam web to, you know, the spider women of New York. Like we don't get that movie. We get something else. That re- that's related to Spider-Man that might involve one of these characters, but that, that that's the most we'll get. And it's only well, you have Sony to be careful to. though, because like if you're connecting it 
which Spider-Man universe are you connecting it to? It has to be the Tom Holland. It has to be the MCU, right? Like, if if you're going to draw some kind of connection, it has to be the Tom Holland one because of the age. Well, no. Well, see, here's the thing. That's I think that's why we didn't actually ever hear Peter's name. Because, again, I think Disney screened this thing and said absolutely not. So now they can do whatever they want with it and just tie it into their, into their Venom-verse, kind of, and just be done with it. Well, see, this is Venom... Again, we're talking about other movies in the same sense. I think both those Venom movies are far superior than this. Like, stiff, I agree. way different, way different leagues. I agree, but I, I think that's where this movie lives now. This movie because isn't near. This movie isn't near the MCU. MCU. No, at it's this a point. shame, and I, I think that they they axed Venom for probably not the. I mean, probably somewhat similar reasons, but not the same. But it's a shame that one got because like one didn't the first Venom have a scene that was putting Venom in the MCU, and then the second Venom had a scene mm-hmm. that was taking him out of the MCU. Yeah. Yep. So, which is unfortunate because I like Venom. I like Tom Hardy. I thought the Venom character was super cheeky and exactly, probably what you wanted, right? Venom, yeah. that Venom realization was close to what you and Roger probably wanted Venom, right? He he was more than good enough, I think is the, the fairest way to say it. Was he perfect? No, but like, I'm, I was down with what they did with the character. They're they they dove in too fast with Carnage, unfortunately, but it, it is what it is. I don't know. It all makes me sad. Whatever. I, I agree. So let's go with scoring it then. Okay. You want to go first or me go first? I think I want you to go first. I want to see where you landed. Because you were talking a big game about getting this movie a, a five or a six earlier before we started. Well, no, no. This, is, this isn't a zero, but this is a two for me. Okay, gotcha. It's... And I'm going to say something that you may... I think this movie is borderline watchable. Is it? Is it repeat watchable? If your goal is to watch a movie as you're brushing your teeth and flossing, <laughs> sure, turn it on. But like, so let's let's let let's run it by another test, which is common to today. You you know you're 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 screening through, you're flipping through Netflix or Disney 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 Plus, and you 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 know that you're going to be awake for 15 minutes. Do you play the? Do you just start it? Do you? Let me know. No, I, I turned Dune on. I, I'm just do okay. Dune's Dune's not available, and this movie's available. I will never turn Madame Web on ever again for okay, any reason. Okay, fair. Well, then for you, then that's not the test. Like I could, yeah, I could fall asleep to this movie only because I imagine it would put me to sleep faster. Because <laughs> it's boring, right? Because <laughs> nothing happens. Well, it's just the villain doesn't make any sense. the The characters, how they interact, how they find each other, doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense. The train sequence, which is supposed to be the whole new level of crazy New York is these days. Like, it just doesn't make... And by the way, I mean, is he using a PSP because it takes place in the early 2000s? Yeah. I I was like, why, Sony, why would you put that in there? You're just making it look worse. (laughs) You're dating yourself. But it's just, this is a two, and I'm, I will admit, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a little generous to this because I just, I really have a hard time giving a movie that is in... A zero. I just don't think it's a zero, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's. I, Roger says if it's a one, it's a zero, and I agree with that. But I just can't give this movie a zero in good conscience. I can't. I hear you. I hear you, man. So, I don't know. I, I, I. This movie again. I tried to f- talk about the good things, and it just circled me on its own right back into the bad things, and that's a testament to how bad this movie is. Once you think about this film for a second. It falls apart in front of you. And I, you know, God bless the 56% that said this movie was fine in the Rotten Tomatoes area. I don't know what the hell 
they saw, but it couldn't have been the same thing. But God bless them if they found enjoyment from this. This movie, nothing happened in this film. This movie means nothing. This movie does nothing. This movie spits at the fans of, of what it's trying to do. It doesn't come around to anything productive. It doesn't make sense. Things are out of sequence. We do things twice and we don't need to. It has all of the things that you would give a movie negative points for. The only thing positive I was able to say is I think the actors tried. Whatever. You know what I mean? But like a bad product was made and a bad product was experienced. So you get a bad score. And, you know, like this movie's a one. But in in the words of Roger of Roger Stillian, if it's a one, it's a zero. Yeah, I, this I, movie, mean, I agree with this, this movie is a zero because there's nothing to redeem it and it's all bad. I don't know what else, like this movie is the is is the shining example of a movie that that plays on your screen from start to finish but does nothing for you. This movie is a zero. Wait, it like, doesn't push forward even the Sony Spider-Man verse at all. Well like well like you so like you talked about the zero that was uh Sherlock Holmes, whatever it was, right? Like Holmes Hobbs and Watson, and, yes. Holmes and Watson, yeah. So like that movie had had like actual like audio issues and all these things that made the movie even less enjoyable than it already was. So that's an easy zero. This is a hard zero to give for me because the movie is a film that should alone be a one point, right? Or, or, or some <laughs> some some justification. But this movie is the actual like, hey, I saw a film. And I gained nothing for my time. This movie did nothing to try to do something for me. It doesn't do anything for its fans. I don't know how anyone could see this and think, no, nah, there's a movie here. Because there really isn't. Like, this is the hardest zero I've ever given. But no, the villain, the villain sucks. The villain doesn't even make any sense. The villain's why forgettable. Is, I forgot about... Talking... Any, can you tell me why he's not wearing shoes? Can someone please explain it to me? Because <laughs> you're quieter without shoes on. <laughs> I'm sure, but... You look, and I'm... Oh, just a, oh, it, imagine, being, uh, uh, imagine being in a, in a very nice marble-floored house in the middle of the night, and this man comes to assassinate you, and all you hear is... Uh, here is his feet slapping against like, the floor <laughs> seconds before he, hit, before yeah, he gets yeah, to I, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> What a <laughs> shitty thing to hear before you go. Well, okay. Well, so okay. So you're taking the SATs, ACTs, right? You get points just for signing your name. Well, I mean, let me rephrase. I think you get the points for spelling your name correctly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. in that case, yeah, this movie just, didn't do that. That's it my put- point. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so let me. So just just do 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 a few minutes. Let's just do two minutes on this. The yeah. so. Do you also think that the ending with her, you know, as the blind woman and, you know, the, the girls coming home and they're like, now they're a team and they're going to work together. Do you, was that the original ending that you thought, I, I, I will never agree that was the original something, ending. Something felt off about it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, like, I don't know. Madam Webb is an extremely powerful, like, kind of like, like ringleader style, like Professor Xavier's style character in the Spider-Man universe. That's what she ends up be like, like becoming. But like, the way that this movie ends, it seems so outlandishly campy that like it can't be the original ending, in my opinion, there because it just it, everything feels off all of a sudden. Like this movie goes through this whole terrible dial- diabolical process, start to finish, but then like the ending's bad, but like in a different kind of bad. So I don't. It it, it definitely seemed out of place to me, hundred percent. Well, it's, it's also we never came around to like you know in most of these films, which is very common for superhero films for the parents to be dead or assassinated or killed whatever especially in the spider-man universe my god but it's 
we never even came back to that. Like we never even when she found out the truth about her mom, there was never like the ending usually is like roped some kind of in like, okay, I've learned what actually happened. Well, I she's don't... just a she's just a mom to three teenage girls now. Yay. Well, sure. No, you know, and t- I get it, Chris. I let's get cir- it. let's but, circle back to kidnapping. That's but cool. Look, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> Does no one wonder where these girls went? I'm your mother now. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I, I I really did think that with the ending we got, where she's blind and was going to become. They, that had to have come in this whatever second planned movie it was. I thought this was going to end with with them with her going to the house to see baby Peter, and like th- that's how they're finally going to because we never even got his name. Like the I know, that's what I mean. She said his name. We never heard her say Peter. So I know, which is again, I think Disney Marvel came and said absolutely not. Scrub all of this from you know from connecting it to to what we have going on. And I think that makes sense why we got why we got the ending we we did because this is like their shot at like well this is our next superhero team it's going to be her in the leader Overwatch position and then your three Spider women to build to build your your cast you know your superhero cast around that's what they pivoted to after whatever they had going was denied by Disney most likely that's what, that's I, what I, think. I imagine I imagine there was going to be some massive. Po- um, Peter Parker link of the, the Spider-Man universe that we're very familiar with. Yep. And I mean, that, that's why Adam Scott's in it. I mean, also you don't, you don't cast a character in a, in, in a Spider-Man movie of any type and call him Ben without a reason for, I mean, that is uncle Ben. So there's yeah, no, well, like, no, you know, we know that's like, yeah, well, that's the thing is like, that's the anchor. <laughs> so then all the other characters, that's his sister. That's Peter's mother. Like all the characters can resonate around him because we know, if there's a character named Ben and he's a young man, he becomes Uncle Ben. Yeah. So then the woman having a baby has to be his, not not his romantic interest, but his sister or something, having a baby yeah. named, 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 named Peter. And they, they kept saying, oh, Richard's not here. Peter's father. Like, I don't, so do we get another one? Maybe, but this hasn't even made, this costs over a hundred million to make. That much I know for a fact. I know someone who worked on the, I know someone who worked on the movie and the reshoots. They've not made seventy-seven million. They've barely made seventy million back. Does this yeah. still? Does this hit a hundred over the next few weeks? This movie doesn't move from this point on. Dune comes out. Better so, movies yeah, come out. Dune, yeah, Dune <laughs> destroys everything this coming Friday. Yeah. Like every, yeah. everything out right now goes to making zero dollars when Dune is out. I, I mean, I'm yeah, upset no. because like all these all these awful movies are doing is proving that we don't need movie theaters anymore. All these awful movies are doing are proving that. They don't care about the about the substance anymore. They think that the names alone will drive them, and it's just not true. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why for a little bit there we knew the we knew this. I don't know why for a little bit we cared, and then we went back to going nah, just fucking send it. Well, like that's all we, it is. What do we What do we think? Roger gives this a, a zero, right? No, for some reason I feel like Roger gives this movie a two. I don't know okay, why. Fair. I don't know what it is. I think Roger watches this and says, ah, you know. Dakota Fanning, whatever her name is, she's fine. Johnson, yeah, Johnson, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine. She does a good job. You know the you know the stories. The stories there. Blah blah blah. It's a two. And I think I think I think that I think that's what happens. I think I'm the zero here, but I think it's I'm more offended than you guys are at things like this for some reason. Well, I'm just. I mean, I'm angry. I'm not offended. I'm just. I'm just upset because it's, I'm offended. Why was this movie bad? <laughs> what? The- <laughs> Happened? Like what the fuck happened? You have a huge budget and decent bankable stars. What the fuck happened? Look, I'm not. I mean, I 
I could say something incredibly stupid, but I'm not going tw- to. But no, it's good. It's 2024, and we don't need origin stories. Thank look, you. Very look, much. okay, look. This is. Stop. Thank you for listening. This, this is a zero. <laughs> I gave it. Chris gave it a zero. I gave it a two. I would love to know. I would love to know what the 57% saw in it. I mean, me, even the guy who tends to pluck silly things as reasons he likes movies, I couldn't even give this above a two. I mean, if it had a sacrifice in it, you would have given it a 3.5. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, anyway, Chris, thanks for joining me for this discussion on Madam Web. I... I'm, I I don't watch anyone's or like or like seek out reviews until after we've talked about it to not yeah. taint my own like I'm gonna you know go down a rabbit hole for maybe an hour and just I'm just curious to see like there's always people I know who's like yeah it's bad but I'm usually that guy but I just it's I bad but yeah I just couldn't do it it's but, it, it's okay to look at something and go this sucks it just <laughs> and then just sucks. leave it there <laughs> it just sucks like I'm I'm glad I had popcorn and a drink to keep me entertained because man it would have been bad yeah all right. This has been episode 371A of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice. Of the following five, or the following six, I should say, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. Roger is at Rod Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond who will never, ever, ever have a Twitter handle or never. Have, have an X handle. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook and other social media, always posting things, news stories there. Check us out on YouTube. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're talking about Ordinary Angels with Hilary Swank and our Oscar nominations for 2024. Are you excited for next week? I am, so you should be too. Hey-oh!